We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Do research. Just watch these videos multiple times a week. Throw in these props and let the money roll in. And don't forget to like and subscribe over on the Sharpside channel so you know exactly when these videos come out. Got four of you today, two from the Titans game, two from the Houston game. Football this weekend, Saturday games are out, so stay tuned. Sharpside has launched a brand new streak contest that can have you getting paid to make free picks. Running now through April 6th, Sharpside users are invited to build a streak for free using the Sharpside app for a chance to win. All you have to do is fire up the Sharpside app and make a free lock bet pick in an attempt to start building a streak. Lock bets are eligible on any pick in the SharpSide app, not favored by more than minus 140. Consecutive winning lock bets build a streak. Once you get a streak of six, you'll start earning real prizes. Every winning lock bet that extends your streak above six gets you paid in FanDuel dollars. And there are prizes of 10, 20, 50, and $100 for each winning selection up for grabs. This is your chance to turn your free picks into real prizes and parlay those prizes into even more winnings with FanDuel. If your lock bet loses, though, you'll have to start over with a new streak. If you don't already have the SharpSide app, download it now for either iOS or Android and create a free account and start working to build your streak today. Remember, it's totally free to play, so don't miss out. For more details, visit SharpSide.com or the SharpSide app. Best of luck. All right, let's get to my first prop here. It's a two out of three, more or less in the Houston game. All right, so we've got Watson over under 20.5 points. He is playing at home. He is playing in a dome. Both these are good for him, but he is going up against Buffalo. We'll probably run a slower pace offense here. They have a fantastic defense. They should be able to shut down Hopkins to a limited extent here. Watson, he is a great quarterback, but I currently have him pegged for around 18 points here. This is similar pricing to DraftKings without the bonuses for 300 yards passing. So I don't think Watson gets here. It's going to be a low-scoring game, and I don't think Buffalo, or I don't think Houston is going to be able to get through Buffalo's defense. It's that simple. Next up, Allen over under 19.5 points. I'm taking the over here. P. 
people look at his overall season stats and aren't terribly impressed, but he has been good this season. And one of the biggest things is he has been good on the road at home this season, averaging around 15 points. On the road, averaging around 22 points here. He is a guy that is much better on the road. He likes to throw the deep ball, and now he's getting a matchup in the dome. Weather has been terrible in deep Buffalo all year long here. So that's why he has not done well at home. On the road, in a dome, should crush here against a mediocre Houston pass defense. Last up, Hopkins, more or less than 17.5. I'm going with less. Pretty much needs a touchdown in order to get this. Not an easy matchup for wide receiver ones going up against Buffalo. I don't think Hopkins gets there, even on a full-point PBR site. Maybe he goes for 100 yards, but probably not. I don't think he ends up getting a touchdown. All right, next up, we have my second prop. It is a 2 out of 3 rapid fire in the same game. All right, so we've got Allen versus Watson. If I think that Allen's going to go over and Watson's going to go under, of course I'm taking Allen plus one and a half. Again, playing on the road in a dome. Huge, huge upgrade for Allen. Well, Watson, it's not really an upgrade for him because guess what? He plays at least 10 games in the dome every year playing in a dome at home and playing against Indy. So he is a guy that is not going to be affected by this, but Allen is massive upgrade and get things done with his legs. It's the playoffs. He's going to be running the ball more because he has less reason to worry about with injury because it's win or go home. That's how the playoffs work. You know that. I'm taking Allen plus one and a half points here. Next up, Hopkins versus Brown. Hopkins giving up two and a half points. I'm still going with Hopkins. Full point put PBR side, just based strictly on volume. Hopkins is going to get there. Yes, Brown has big playability. Yes, I love Brown in normal formats this week, but Hopkins is the better play in this specific prop just because of his consistency. I think that it's Hopkins. He's giving up two and a half points. Third one, massive edge here. Singletary versus Beasley. Beasley actually been worse on the road than he has at home because he gets more of the, he's more of a beneficiary of those short dump-off passes. And now, playing in a dome, Allen's not going to need to do that quite as much. So Singletary, probably going to run the ball a decent amount. Houston's run defense isn't great here. Singletary has been a beast getting 20 carries on a fairly consistent basis lately. Should press in this matchup. I haven't pegged for five more points than Beasley. I'm taking Singletary and it's not remotely close. All right, next up, we have my third prop. It's a two out of three rapid fire in the Patriots. All right, so Tannehill going up against Brady here. I'm taking Tannehill. It's real simple. Brady has a much easier matchup going up against Tennessee, but Brady is not the same QB he used to be. Wouldn't be surprised if they end up running the ball a lot this game. Tannehill has been explosive in this offense, been crushing since he became the starting quarterback here. Giving up one and a half points is a decent amount here, but I'm going with Tannehill, even in a matchup versus the toughest defense in the league. Next up, Edelman versus Brown here. I'm taking Edelman just because of consistency. He's giving up two and a half points here, but they didn't play him. They've limited him in recent weeks here, and I don't think that happens in the playoffs. He's been suffering from some injuries, and he still might not be 100%, but guy is going to get massive volume in this match here. Going to get tons of dump-offs. Probably ends up with 10 catches here or 10 targets here. Probably ends up with close to 100 yards here. I'm taking Edelman just because of the consistency factor. When Brown really relies on going off for a massive play, which is going to be tough to do, would not be surprised if Belichick ends up trying to shut him down and boxing him in. So I'm going with Edelman. Last up, White versus Michelle. I'm going with White. It's playoff James White. There's a full point PBR site. Michelle may end up with some touchdowns. He has been getting a decent amount of carries recently. But James White just gets it done in the playoffs here. And it's a full-point PBR site. I think James White crushes in this matchup. I think he crushes in the playoffs this year. I think he crushes in the playoffs every year. So go roll James White over Michelle. That's it. 
right, last up, we have my last problem of the night. Before I get to that, again, don't forget to like and subscribe over on the Sharpside channel so you know exactly when these videos come out. We'll have another one for you for Sunday football tomorrow. Stay tuned for that. But let's get to my last prop of the night. It is a two out of three, more or less. All right, Tannehill, 18.5 points. I'm going with less. It's against the Patriots. They're the number one ranked defense. I don't think he gets there. DraftKings scoring, but without the 300-yard bonus here, I'm taking less. It's that simple. It's not going to be a high-scoring game. It's not going to be an up-tempo game. It's a game where they're both going to be running the ball quite a bit. I'm taking less than 18.5. Same thing with Brady. Again, they're going to be running the ball a lot in this game. Slow pace in New England. Not great weather. Everything points to it not being a high-scoring game. So, taking the less on Brady, too. 17.5 is too high. Brady doesn't have the same arm he used to. Doesn't have the same weapons he used to. Everyone's kind of a little bit injured. Brady's getting old. You take the less. Last up, Edelman, 16.5. Yes, you may end up getting the over here, but he needs a pretty much a touchdown to do it. Do I think he gets a touchdown here? I think the odds are less than 50-50. So, I'm rolling with the under. It's a tough matchup. Again, they're going to be running the ball. Again, it's going to be no scoring. That's it. That's what it is. Take the less on all of them. It's that simple. Move on. All right, guys. Thanks for watching. We'll be back again tomorrow giving you some more props for Sunday football. I'm out of here. Have fun in the playoffs. Let's go, Titans. See you, kids. Hey, thanks for checking out our videos. If you want more expert advice on DraftKings, FanDuel, or any other daily fantasy sports, make sure you check out the current videos playlist. What is going on, Rotor Grinders? Dean here. It's Dean78904. If you want to get all technical, I'll meet us 520 in the dot, 220 on the East Coast, 220 in the West Coast, 420 Tennessee time. No coincidence there. Of course, let me just time for the flagship show here at Rotor Grinders. It's called Grinders Live. And joining me today on a Friday, it's Big T, Tony Newhouse, the uh, man of the hour. What's going on, Tony? What's going on? Yeah, I was uh, just brushing up on my Meansies plays of the day here, getting ready. You got, well, you got the, the core plays is one of my favorite articles here at RG. Oh, so, uh, how can you that up for sure? I, I can't imagine. Imagine starting your day by, by reading anything else. 
Well, I like to read the grind down too. It usually means these articles up before anything else. Noto is like does a game by game, and sometimes it kind of disperses them throughout the day. And I think that's posted like three o'clock or so on the East Coast. But the and it's a tricky thing because he writes the core plays, and then of course the body parts drop, and like a lot of things he writes, it's like, well, forget that; those guys are not good plays in tournaments. But you got to read the update though, because then he gives oh, you yeah. the update, and the update. I mean, that's essential reading as well. Hundred uh, percent. I can't imagine not reading it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how? Uh, I mean, it's good stuff. What's up, Tony? What, I feel like we've beaten this into the ground. <laughs> but in all seriousness, we do love the core plays. Yeah, I mean, there's a peek behind the the pre-show conversation. It was good times. And if, for Devin, if you had a minute, uh, the over under when that would be referenced. There you go. Collect your winnings. And we got. I mean, right away we got Brad Beal out too. So oh, I didn't see to, that. We're going right into it here on this six-game slate. Add that to oh. the little body part ticker on your little word sheet. Oh, I do have a list, and I had him as questionable. And, you know, this is an awesome slate, Tony. Like yesterday, uh, I see Troy Brown's going to draw the star two for what it's worth. Uh, I got there. waxed yesterday for the record. I just got slaughtered. Did you play Brunson? Uh, I didn't play Brunson, but I played too many Golden State guys, and they were just literally awful. Yeah, Golden State, you know, shout out to them. They've actually been like been trying more and like they like they've been getting the most out of the little they have. Like Kerr's been doing a good job with them yeah. and you probably could argue he's been doing like a, one of his best coaching jobs this year that's opposed to I other agree. Years. It did but, not take place yesterday though. Correct. It was not. That I was loved it too. Like I love those Golden State guys yesterday and they just gave me nothing. Uh did you, did you pivot the JJ Berea? We saw Roth was talking uh, in crunch time. That's his boy. He was super excited. Uh, I think he said he's been playing him <laughs> all his DMBCDs, and all of a sudden he drew the start, and, of course, Brunson hit the bench. Courtney Lee. You know Courtney Lee still plays professional basketball? Courtney Lee was dusted off and thrown in the, in the, in the game before Brunson made an appearance. I had no yeah. idea Courtney Lee was still in basketball. I don't – so this is going to sound bad because it's the day after it happened, but I, don't, I would never play Brunson with Luca. Like, they don't correlate in my mind. Well, the only reason why people were considering him is because he was super cheap. They were presuming he was going to draw the start, and there was not a ton of value yesterday. I get it, but, like, yeah. some things just don't correlate, like, in my head. Like, Oh, yeah. If it happens again, I won't play it. Like, I just never will. Luka needs the ball, and Brunson needs – Brunson's not going to play off the ball. So, Brunson uh, averages, like, 0.9 fantasy points per minute on the season, but if you put a, the court IQ stuff, you put them next to Luka, like, both on, it's at, like, 0.65. So you're right. Like, uh, like <laughs> that was the that was the kind of the problem. And of course, the problem you got to be on the court, and he barely got on the court. And I thankfully pivoted most of my uh, Brunson stuff to uh, to uh, Berea actually, because I had some Brunson begrudgingly. I wasn't happy about it, but much was like it you, a I good day. Uh, Did you get the job done? We doubled up. We'll take that. I mean, double up's a double up. I mean, that's a few <laughs> extra kid burgers at, at the movie theater with Simon. <laughs> I've still yet to break down and order the kid burger with Simon, but uh, Simon, if you guys, uh, here's a, a life hack for y'all. Uh, he's figured out that the, the kid burger at the AMC drive, the dine-in, it's the same exact burger as the adult, except it's like $5 cheaper. And how he figured it out is I think he was looking at the calorie content and he's like, well, wait a second. They're both the same amount of calories. I just can't order a kid. You can't. I can't with this face, with this body. Say, let me get a kid's cheeseburger or ham. I would be hamburger because I don't like yellow cheese. But uh, you can't order that with a straight face, can you? I can't do it. Well, you don't have to do it with a straight face. You just get it done. I mean, are we going to go back to? I mean, we're like a month away from Ted's Montana on that Friday night. Yeah, you're going to hit me up with some. Uh, uh, yeah, we're going to make a wager probably sometime during the show, I suppose, and. I'm going to have to order you another steak and uh, three doubles and the top shelf liquor and the whole deal. 
We Did might you? just get like a bottle of wine this time or something. No, I don't. I don't care for the wine. I'm not sophisticated enough. Well, then for the you wine. better win the bet, then. Yeah. Well, I guess I suppose so. <laughs> <laughs> Give me your finest bottle of wine here at Ted's Montana. Ted, what's it called? Ted's Grill. Ted Montana's Grill. Ted's like Montana, something or other. I don't know. Uh, you ready for body parts as far as who's in and who's out? This is an awesome sleep, by the way. I mean, if you're going to make me listen to them, then I'm ready. All right. Well, I mean, you don't have to, you can put me on mute for a few seconds, I suppose, if you want. Uh, yeah, like you said, Beal is going to be out with his leg. Uh, Orlando, Isaac's going to be out for a while. Jonathan Isaac's got a knee, uh, they say about two months or so. Who knows? That might extend the rest of the season. Uh, MCW is still out with his shoulder. Aaron Gordon, questionable with his Achilles. He did practice today, he, uh, so I, I suspect he's going to play. We shall see. Of course, he didn't. if he doesn't play, there's going to be all sorts of nonsense going on in Orlando. Boston, we know Jalen Brown is back. Uh, Kemba is out with the fish, not feeling particularly well. He had 103 fever yesterday. Trey Young is back with his ankle quickly. Uh, Jabari Parker is available with his throat. He is probable. Uh, the Knicks, DSJ is questionable with his oblique, and Elf Payton is questionable for personal reasons. Uh, Anthony Davis, of course, he's going to play with that shoulder. I shouldn't say of course, but he's probable with that shoulder in the revenge game. And Rubio, I was kind of surprised this one. Rubio is probable with his hip because he took a weird spill last game, and uh, he he was walking kind of funky. I'm surprised he's playing, but he is probable tonight. Um, yeah, this is a six-gamer, Tony, and, like, there's good stuff everywhere. And it's weird because there's, like, five big totals, and there's Miami and Orlando. It's, like, 207 and a half. But even that game has some, you know, appeal because of uh, – some dudes being out. Give me, give me your screenshot as far as the slate because it's a, uh, it's really good, isn't it? I think this, this is a lot of good plays. Yeah, this is like the the dream slate for me, just because it's six games, which is, I mean, if I had to pick a slate size, I think it would be for sure six to eight, but six might be my favorite. Just it's the perfect amount of games. You got just enough news to get some value in there. You got some good chalk, bad chalk. I mean, it, it's got everything you want. You got stars on the slate. I agree. It, it's definitely the perfect slate where you got tons of options, even though it's only six games. Uh, before we get going and break it down game by game, by game we want to give the shout outs, of course, to those that are rocking the RG badge. Uh, we have to incentivize y'all to do so. Uh, finishing the top 10 of certain contests. Devin, fabulous multitasking producer, is going to go ahead and drop that link in chat for y'all. Uh, take a look at it. Uh, finish the top 10 a certain contest, and you get one month free of Roto-Grinders Premium. These are the ones that have uh, signed up in the last day or so that are uh, rocking the old RG badge. we got Billion1230, Aimless, Vape, uh, R. Wilder, and uh, Naughty Bird. I believe that's Naughty Bird. N-A-W-T-I Bird? Sure. Let's go with Naughty Bird. Thank you for rocking the RG badge. What uh, about uh, BBC? Is he? Is he I mean – <laughs> We, somehow it did sneak by the censors, but I believe we're going to skip. The, normally I'm Ron Burgundy. I'll just read anything, but this one seems a little bit uh, too on point. That it, unless they're big fans of like British news. Uh, <laughs> British <know>. news. <laughs> um, yeah. So g- give me the screenshot because it's good. And by the way, well, we'll talk about it because Hassan Whiteside is more expensive than Joel Embiid. What a world, but it kind of makes sense. Sort of. Whiteside's been like so good for that team. Now he's going against a team that has no bigs. I mean, it it makes sense, but like you always say, there comes a point where a guy might just be too expensive. And even if he has been crushing, like there comes a point where Whiteside has to be too expensive. And we might have reached that point, like with a lot of these Portland guys, where I mean, Dame tonight is nine seven on DK. 
I think he's reached the point too where these guys still have four guys that are going to want usage. Like they're all priced up. Melo's too high, Whiteside's too high, CJ's too high, and James. I mean, maybe you can play one of the four, but I'm definitely not playing multiple Portland guys, I don't think. But then again, they're playing Washington, so if the game stays close, you just never know. Well, that's that's the hook, right? And I agree with that assessment because, uh, of course, 235.5 is a total in Washington. Portland is a seven-point favorite on the road here. Uh, awesome matchup, the highest team total on the board. Uh, you mentioned Dame, and you know we'll talk about him soon enough, and I do think he's just a little bit too too closely priced to the guys like LeBron and Harden who just have a higher ceiling because Dame can only do so much. He's not just going to absolutely crush stocks. Um, you know, he's probably not going to get a triple-double if this doesn't really happen. That's not really in this game. Of course, he can put up 45 real-life points in the bucket. But you mentioned, like, Carmelo and Whiteside, and those guys take a lot of usage there. And, you know, that, that kind of subdues his ceiling. He's a good play, and if I land on Dame, I'm not going to be angry about it. But the other part of it is their, their bench kind of stinks. So, I mean, I don't watch them without Beal. I'm not sure if the line – did the line move here, Tony, or as far as a potential blowout? But- so, th- these games are always going to be weird in the NBA where the spread was kind of like five and a half or six when they didn't know. Now it's sitting at like six and a half to seven and a half. It looks like seven and a half is a good number right now. But it's one of these games that I really don't think they can set it high enough. Like, Portland is on the road. They're not going to make it like 12. Like, I think it should be like 12 or 13, but they're not going to do that. Like, they're not going to make Portland a 13-point road favorite. It's just no matter what, it's not going to happen. So, I don't know. Like, it's tough for me because I think Portland is clearly a good play at minus seven and a half. Washington has just nobody. Like, I don't know. Like, these games always feel easy to me. I think you just take Portland if you're betting it and just take your chances. If you lose, you lose because – Washington has nothing, man. I mean, Jordan McRae is their best player. Uh, and he just – they got him off the scrap base. He just started playing <laughs> in their rotation. I, yeah, IT2 is terrible. Uh, Gary Payton, another guy, was he a 10-day contract or something like that? I don't really know where they got him from. I don't know if he was in the G League or not. Jonathan Williams, another guy who just came out of nowhere, right? Like, I think he played with the Lakers last year for a cup of coffee. but And he randomly, he, like, put up good numbers, too. So, they're like a tough team to read, too, because – I mean, Garrett Math Garrison Matthews has had a big game in there too. Like some of these guys have had big games, and the truth is, some of them are going to have big games tonight because they got nobody. So, Garrison Matthews is going to be telling his grandkids about that game against Miami. Like that—that's when he peaked. He's never. That's it's never going to get any better for him in his basketball career. That's it, right? Like, you can't I mean, imagine he ever tops that. He was out there. He was doing workout. What? So he finishes with. 34 and a half point, 28 real life points though. 12 for 13 from the line, 20, uh, 29 minutes. He'll yeah, never I mean, top First that. of all, I didn't even realize this was a white dude. He's a whitey. His name is Garrison. I mean, <laughs> don't be racist, Dean. I, I thought, <laughs> we I had mean, this conversation before and you said. That was pretty you, racist. You asked me about Garrison Matthews and you said, like, what does this guy look like? I go, he looks exactly what you think he looks like. <laughs> I don't, I, I mean, I don't think this is what I was picturing when I heard Garrison. I was thinking maybe a little different look. Okay. Yeah. So he's, look, I'm not saying we can play Garrison Matthews, but like he, he is, he's super cheap, I suppose. He is, he is 3K. <laughs> And who's the other guy that might get some run as well? They got Pishnistic. I still have not pronounced this guy's name correctly. Uh, this, uh, I, oh, I'm just not going to say that anymore. AP. When I was doing the XM with, with Crane, the, the producer Bennett, like, pronounced it perfectly the one day, and I still forget. Like, Pashnikits or something? I, I don't know. Like, I've heard announcers say his name before, too, and I've even looked at it phonetically, and for some reason I could not uh, – 
it's I'm, my mouth just does not say that when correctly, but he's he's really cheap. And again, without Beal, they McRae's just gonna he uh, uh, speaking of uh, Noto, we talk about Noto as far as his grind down. He, he made a nice little comp. He was saying that McRae is basically Lou Williams right now. Like he's gonna come off the bench and be like that six man, just sort of sticks around and just scores twenty five or thirty points. And oh, they're gonna. But is that a you don't like that call? I mean, that's disrespectful to Lou. A poor man's like the comp, like that's basically still, what he's doing. Like that, that just, I'm sad for Lou. Like we can't even, even a poor man's is. I mean, Jordan McRae is bad. Like we're not saying he's Lou Williams. <laughs> I don't think that's that's not the point. I'm saying the role. Well, he shout out to Lou Williams. He had a kid, and I don't. Does he still have that thruple thing going? I'm not really sure how that works out, but uh, good for him. Congratulations. So he's still got it going. Yeah, absolutely, he's got it going. How does that work with the kids? You know, like you just throw it back in there and you have a few more. What do you mean? Throw it back. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, I mean, he scores on and off the court. What do you yeah, mean? Yeah, I wasn't work? sure if you pick one like to be the you know one is the. Well, I guess we shouldn't. Get no, that. they just share the duty. It's a it's a group effort. How do they decide who has the kid? How'd they just share one at a time. What do you mean? Whoever, yeah, I mean, it's a cycle, the cycle of life. Good for him. Uh, we got to talk about the Wizards. posting pictures again. This can't be good. Of who? What is he? I, he I think always all posts them this me. Point. I mean, he, he loves posting these pictures. Washington is still projected to score a lot of points here. Portland's not been a good defensive team, Tony. Uh, Beal, of course, their, their top scorer, throw him out. Peyton's got a ridiculous fantasy point per minute on the season, but a lot of that is in the back of, like, some goofy stocks, which I don't know are completely predictable or, uh, you know, can continue going forward. McCray has averaged over a fantasy point per minute. Mahimi as well. Uh, he's had his moments. He's been really, really bad in his last five games. He's had a really, really good game against Miami. That's another one. He'll be telling his grandkids about that game too. So me and Garris <laughs> and Matthews, you said to see us balling out, balling out there that night. Uh, Brown's going to draw the start. He averages 0.9 fantasy points per minute. Uh, Ish has been better than IT2 of late for what it's worth. Like Washington, there is some value here. Who's your favorite wizard? So the hard part's going to be you almost have to play. I mean, it's a six-game slate. This is one of the better – even if they get blown out, like, these guys are cheap. Like, I, I like the cheaper guys way more than the – I mean, besides McCray. Like, I agree. I think McCray sucks, but he's still going to be asked to play minutes and score points. And, sure, he, he's definitely the best. Yeah, like, he's definitely the best play as far as fantasy. But, like, I'm not playing Troy Brown, I don't think. I mean, he's kind of expensive. Isaiah, I'd never play him. So it kind of leaves Ish. Like, Ish is one of the guys that looks too cheap to me. I mean, I don't love him, but he played 30 minutes and 28 minutes. He crushed value on this price tag the last two games against good defenses, I might add, Miami and Orlando. So that's another thing we got to look at. Because Beal's been, Beal's been out the last how many games? Two or three? Yeah. Two or whatever. Anyways, the last two games at least where those are tough matchups and Portland's a little bit easier of a matchup. So some of these guys could have more upside than we think. And I think you should play some of these cheaper. Like even like Jonathan Williams. He's Oh no, he doesn't play. I mean he, he's had thirty he had thirty two minutes the one night. Yeah. I mean and he played seventeen minutes the other this is our our classic discussion though where the dude is basically men-priced, and they just don't have dudes. Like, I'm not opposed to playing guys like this, but granted, I'm more of a tournament player. I'm okay with if he just doesn't play, then I'm trying to strike gold where he plays the 25 minutes and gets hot. Like, we've seen from some of these guys where they get hot, 
get a little extra run and they smash. I mean, what what about in a blowout? You still don't I, think he plays? Well, what's weird is like, is he starting or is he not starting today? They announced, yeah, he's starting, he's starting. once again. He's been starting. He's like the Myers Leonard basically of Washington, or he'll start and just kind of disappear. Uh, you know, he's like a Zubac. What if type. he doesn't disappear tonight? Well, I, I just, I suppose, like, I just think there's cleaner routes. Like, why, why would you go there when uh, we've seen possibly? You AP? see other guys three one out there. Who's the AP's three two? Yeah, I mean, I like him too. I, I, I like both, but one of the guys is going to be twenty percent, and one's going to be three percent. Oh, AP's not going to be twenty percent. Is well, it he? says on here right now. I, I mean, I'm just looking at Jamino's project. I mean, go ahead and give your line where either tinker until <laughs> blah blah blah. But I mean, he's, well, I they don't have Jamino. guys, Dean. They don't have dudes. I didn't know. Okay, so I, I'm looking. I'm actually getting the refresh now uh, to see if we figured out the minutes as far as Beal being out. We still have Beal in. I mean, it's not going to go down. If it was 19, it's definitely going to go the other direction. We have Williams at 15 minutes right now, currently, for what it's worth. Uh, Brown at 28, which will get a bump for sure. McCray at 28, which almost definitely gets a bump. All mine are higher on here, so I must have got the update you didn't get. I got to hit the refresh. I'm hitting the refresh button. I don't know. Uh, you're, yeah, you're on the lineup. Like, I got McCray 32, Brown 33. I mean, all, all these guys are a little higher. You got Beal in there as well? No, no, I don't have Beal on here. Well, how do I up? I'm hitting refresh. What's going you on? You got to the gerbils sometimes, Dean. I mean, sometimes <laughs> you got to. I'm going to close the page and open a new page. I'm, yeah. I'm trying to figure this out on the fly, and I'm like, that doesn't make any sense because, all right, uh, hopefully we'll get this straight in just a second. Well, pivot over to Portland because we like Lillard. Whiteside, it's Whiteside versus Embiid. That's the conversation. They're the same price, basically. Whiteside's a little bit more expensive. Of course, nice matchup for Whiteside. He's been crushing. Um, you know, Carmelo, certainly you can play Carmelo. You can play C.J. McCollum. Like, I think that's it was those four guys. I guess you can – I don't want to play Bazemore. I don't want to do that. I, don't I never play Bazemore. Yeah. Like, I just – he always pops, too, in the projections. Or at least looks decent. I just never play that guy. He's just – oh, I just can't do it. But the Portland side, I mean, it gets interesting, man, because I shouldn't like Whiteside more than Embiid, <laughs> but I kind of do. I, I don't I don't know why. Like, I, I shouldn't. This is probably a mistake. But So I got three teams tonight on a site like DraftKings, and I think if you play, if you play Portland and Washington – you should just kind of game stack it a little bit because if this game somehow does stay close, there's basically no way this game isn't the winner, right? You're going to need pieces. I don't know if you have to stack it up. I mean, I'm not saying you need eight dudes or something from the game, but like two Portland guys and three Washington guys, I think is perfect combination. You say that, but every game is good for different reasons, I think. I don't know if the matchups are quite this good, though. That, that, that's that's fair. Uh, like, I agree with the you. There's other good spots. I mean, like Philly and, Philly and Houston, like that's not they, – they're going to play defense and slower pace in that game. We'll get to the other games, but I think we may circle back to this game. Uh, give me your favorite two or three Wizards. <laughs> so, McCray is for sure my favorite. Ish, I'd have to give Ish the number two tag. And I guess number three would be Matthews, your boy, the Whitey, the White Stallion. Well, well he's not my boy. Um, Great White Hope. I mean, he's 3K. So my third option is for sure going to be him or AP. Like, they're just dirt cheap. Or Williams. I think you need to play one of those three. Matthews, AP, or Williams. For what it's worth, we got AP projected for 20 minutes, Matthews for 17, Williams for 15 uh, Matthews and, is going to play at least 25 minutes, so you can I mean, crank that up. 
Admiral Schofield is a person who will be wearing a uniform, and he'll grab some minutes as well, too. Bonga is still – they, they have plenty of bodies is the point. They have. Like I think Matthews is going to play 25 minutes. Okay. Uh, I think that's a little bit ambitious, but it's certainly possible. Like, I'm not, I'm not saying it's not going to happen. Like, he played 29. I know he had it going, but 29 minutes. I, I think I, I'm giving – I mean, bare minimum he's going to play – low 20s like 22 so uh, he's men price i mean we, we're, we're arguing about dudes that are yeah. 3k like you can't go wrong playing these guys even if they play 17 do you hate these men price guys <laughs> I, i'll take my chances how awesome is, is the name admiral brother how, how come you didn't name any of your kids admiral you, you didn't right i assume you didn't uh, i mean garrison's got a better chance than admiral <laughs> i think but admiral's a great name neither one of them made the cut but it's yeah. putting a lot in your kid you can't be a failure and name admiral because then, you know it's doubly bad um you rank the blazers for me blazers uh, first like we said i think they're all overpriced but for sure it would be dame white side first of all i i think the way i'll do it is i'll play either dame or mccollum not both and then if I stack it white side with them, and then I, I can't play mellow at that price. So it would yeah. just be Damer McCollum with white side if I was doing it. You got your boy chopping, Chad. He, he's looking for Kirk D's picks. Oh, though, so Kirk, they've been they've been stroking each other on Twitter too, like about Kirk D's and Chop and uh, Chopper? Oh, just just stroking each other. But they're sending gifts back and forth and just loving life. Is Chopping cheating on you? I thought you guys were boys. He's that's why he's loving it. I mean, what are you? Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Uh, a little, little, my, circles, little circle session, maybe. I think you need more than two for a circle, technically. Kurt D's, what do you mean? That's three. <laughs> oh, it's a th- three I was, amigos. I, I didn't realize you were involved. Yeah, are you, are you Chevy? Or you, which one are you? You're Chevy, right? I mean, I don't know. You have to find <laughs> out. Uh, my favorite uh, as far as, you know, the uh, Washington guys, I, I guess I'm going to give the chalky answer. I think it's Brown and McCray. And I might settle on one of the you, So you like Brown. Well, he's he's uh, jumping into the starting lineup, and he's probably going to play like 31, 32, 33 minutes, and he's still pretty cheap. So, yeah. I don't, that's my problem with him. I don't feel like he's that cheap. I don't know. Like He's 5'4". He sucks, though. Well, okay, as far as fantasy points per minute, which is all we care about, it's 0. .92, 0. .91. That's perfectly fine. That's, that's not all I care about because I never look at that. We don't care about wins. Like, like Andre Drummond might get traded. He's not very good, but he's a great fantasy player. Is he, though? I don't think he's a great fantasy player. <laughs> he averages like 1.5 fantasy, whatever. It's it's a huge number, he's, especially he's with, with that Blake. But you're you're doing recency bias because you played him last night. It didn't work out for you. I, we had this argument three weeks ago, and I said uh, he never gets over 50, like ever. That's a ridiculous. There there are literal stats that will that will show that's wrong. <laughs> that, that, differ. That, there's actual. You're arguing with a calculator if you're saying you beg to differ. I can just look at the game logs. I mean, is he on this? Yes. Side? Look at the game logs. Yeah, you can do that too. He never gets over 50. So that's what is it, foul trouble? That's, that's not true. You're not guaranteed minutes every night, Dean. There's foul trouble. There's being bad. Uh, he sure, plays, if, you, if he plays 40 minutes, then he crushes. Sure. I don't have his game log in front of me, but I, I assure you he's had, he's had multiple Uh-oh. games of over 50 fantasy points in the season. Uh, we got anything else as far as this game? We, we like it a lot, obviously. Uh, before we move on, give me like a game stack. Like just give me a, a hypothetical game stack. Like how would you do it? You, you sort of were talking about it before, but yeah, I mean, I I, I guarantee you'll see me on my three teams. I'll for sure have at least one with Damon Whiteside, and then on the other side, McCray Ish, and one cheap guy. So that's five guys. 
Let's I don't know what cheap guy. Probably Garrison Matthews, but it depends on position. That, the only reason I like AP probably third best is just he's only eligible at center. So Yeah, that's something. I mean, that's a fair point. But one of those cheap guys, whichever one fits, I'll, I'll, I'll have in there. So the one game that actually has a pretty terrible over-under is the Miami-Orlando 207.5. It's the one game that's not like the others. I believe it's, what, like 17 points less than the next lowest game as far as totals. Uh, 207.5 is a total Miami on a back-to-back traveling to Orlando, not a big distance, obviously. They're one-point favorites here. Uh, no Isaac on the Orlando side. Gordon is currently questionable. We had an update as far as Gordon. We should get that at some point. Um, I'm guessing he plays. Uh, if he plays, I presume we'll get a good chunk of minutes there at the four because Isaac uh, is out uh, alongside Book. Uh, Awande would probably play the three, and uh, Fultz and Forney uh, would draw the one and the two. Um, so any interest in Gordon if he plays? Obviously not a great matchup, but he's playing the four where he's better. Um, yeah. <laughs> Kirk D's, oh, man. Is I got to gonna... turn the chat down. Like, he's just – he's killing me right here. Is that your boys? Uh, this He found – that picture was literally, like, 10 years ago probably. I don't know. <laughs> is that you with Garrison? Is he, is he in that picture? <laughs> he might be. He, he definitely <laughs> – he certainly could be. But, <laughs> yeah, I, I think people are going to sleep on this matchup for Miami, though, because Isaac's one of the better defenders – uh-huh. I, I got to take the chat down because now Chop's killing me too. But uh, He's one of the better defenders in all of basketball, which makes Orlando much better on defense, obviously. He's not in tonight. The defense is going to be <laughs> way, way worse. And I think Miami's underpriced a little bit. Like Miami, they're cheap. Bam Bam, your boy, top 20 player in basketball, he – he is cheap, and Jimmy top Butler's cheap. Basketball, but he is and Mr. Nunn is one of the better plays on the board, I think. Yeah. Uh, you think he's going to play about 30 minutes? I think, yeah, 30. I would, I'd say over. It's sort of tricky figuring out those Nunn minutes when you uh, – Nunn, Hero, and the Dragon, collectively it's going to be around 90 or so, like 87 to 93, give or take, and it's always – it's never really easy to figure out how those minutes are dispersed necessarily. The two sort of uh, – uh, the two constants on Miami are Bam and Butler, like you said, and everybody else, uh, their rotation is just not as consistent. It's a little bit more um, – uh, it just alters from game to game to different uh, degrees. Uh, like we see, seen Olenek is basically out. Uh, I mean, he might grab a few minutes here and there, but you're not considering him. Leonard's another guy who just doesn't get a lot of minutes. Robinson, I think I just took a hit his minutes last game too. DJJ, pretty good defender. I want to call him a three and D guy, but his three stinks, so he's just a D guy, I suppose. Great athlete, athletic, um, good defender, but not great for DFS necessarily. And the price is kind of caught up with him too. Uh, I like Bam. I just don't know if I like Bam in this slate. Um, you know, he's obviously a top twenty player in basketball, though. Uh, I mean, I know you're saying that that's what I said, <laughs> but he's not necessarily. I'll tell you I mean, one thing: you literally said that. I, I think I was talking about uh, Bam was having a better year than Kevin Durant. Because he is. Oh, because, <laughs> oh no way, really? <laughs> that's, that's a good call. Well, you said he was Kevin Durant, his top five player in basketball this, this season and this season only. Um, yeah, I, I just – I think it's another night for me as far as Bam. I love Bam. And if he gets a three – Why don't you like him tonight? Because, you know, it, I don't love the matchup. I don't love the pace What here. don't you love about the match? Vooch, is Vooch scare you? 
No, he doesn't scare me, but I, I checked out their head-to-head as far as they visited in the past. And, of course, Bam's, uh, you know, his – he gets four minutes these days, so and he's a developing player and things change and all that. But uh, the and DBA, Isaac's now patrolling that weak side, blocking shots and stuff. Yeah, well, I just like – okay, I like Embiid better and, and I like uh, Whiteside better, and they're not, they're not that much more. How about that answer? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I can't disagree with that. <laughs> it's the third worst matchup from a DVA perspective. Now I understand, again, you, like you said, that, that collectively on the overall – You take a use hit. all these stats way more than I use stats. <laughs> well, I mean, you asked me the question and I'm giving you the answer. Like, you know, there's so much more context that goes into a matchup, though. Add the Okay, but the con, how about the context of the slate? The context of the slate – uh, Embiid is probably going to – I think he might play a little bit more. I don't even game. like Embiid. I, you sound like you love Embiid. It's an island game for Philadelphia. They didn't play yesterday. They don't play tomorrow. Uh, you know, it's. I assume this is an ESPN game. It just feels like an ESPN – it's got to be Philadelphia, Houston, and like New Orleans and Lakers. That's got to be ESPN doubleheader. If you're pro- programming ESPN tonight, uh, that, that's the games there, I assume. Uh, I, and th- this is something that Dick Meyer pointed out one time, and I thought it was really sharp, and he said um, – you know, the national TV games, you get longer commercials. Uh, the longer commercials extend, you know, longer breaks. Uh, and even after, I heard a coach mention this as well. Basically, they're more likely to play their player a little bit longer because the breaks are longer between commercials. So factor that in your minutes projection. I think we had him like at 31 minutes, and I'll take the over on 31 minutes tonight for Embiid. How about, I gave you a thorough answer. No? Yeah, I mean, you did. What, what did you set his total at? I think it was 31 last I saw, but maybe I don't want to misquote. Um, I just think he might get, again, Island game. It's a possible, like, finals matchup. I guess you can play that angle if you want to. I always say, like, there's 82 games. You know, some games mean more than others. This one just feels like a game that's going to mean more than other these players. Like, if he was playing against Atlanta, who cares? Uh, but Houston, you know, primetime ESPN. Yeah. <laughs> you got to take a drink. I, I just yeah, I, mean, I, I just – well, I don't know what it is about Philadelphia games, but when they're at full strength and you got this starting five with Horford and everyone healthy, I just don't like Philly that much. I think one of them will get there, but I think the other four won't. So, well, let's know. put that game on layaway. Let's knock out the Miami Orlando side. Okay. Sell me on Bam because I, 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 I was saying before, uh, if this guy can just develop a three, give me a three, Bam. If you can develop a three, it's game over. But it's it's not. He'll develop it. He's got a nice little touch. He's He'll supposedly working on it. He hasn't. I think he said a couple this year, maybe one or something like that. But so uh, the dude is going to play high thirties minutes. He's going against a big whitey. Like I don't understand what is not good about that. Vuk's a solid defender. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> Bam, is, Bam no. is cheap too. Like Bam shouldn't be under eight k. Uh, I mean, you know, again, I'm not here to besmirch. I like Bam, but uh, I'm probably not playing him tonight. That's all. He, can he get there? Of course. Uh, I like Butler too, but I don't know if this is the, the least appealing game. You know, you're, I think reasons. you're, this was my exact point though when we started the game. I think you're overrating Orlando big time based on their whole team being in there, and it's not. Yeah, uh, I will say if Gordon's not in there as well, uh, I pr- whoever they throw in there. Well, Birch, I don't know how good Birch is as a defender. Bamba just doesn't – they don't seem to want to give him a ton of minutes. Uh, like Jefferson I know very little bit about, but he'll get some run. Uh, you know, Ross might get a few extra minutes. Augustine as well as far as Orlando just being super thin. But I'm assuming Gordon's going to be in for what it's worth. Um, if you so, take one of the best defenders in basketball out of a team, they have to be significantly worse. There should be a trickle-down effect. I agree. 
I mean, Orlando's roster isn't very good. No, it's not. <laughs> it's not a very good roster. But yeah, Miami won this I division like, like a month Miami. and a half ago. I still, I, I still somewhat like them when they're at full strength, but yeah, I mean, they need to add a piece for sure. You're talking about Miami? No, I'm talking about Orlando. Orlando needs to add like four pieces. They're going the wrong direction. I mean, they, they've been banged up. Like, I don't mind Gordon. I don't mind Isaac. I don't mind Vooch. Like, they're they're all right. But look, you could add the best piece in the league on their team, and they still like like you put LeBron in Orlando. Are they are they winning the title automatically? Essentially, well, they're not. They're not exactly built to play alongside LeBron, but yeah, yeah, LeBron would definitely help things. Or somebody of that caliber, you know, whatever. You throw Davis. Like, if you threw – like, I think they'd be a good team like with Giannis because you can just throw him out there and let him do what he does. I was told Giannis is terrible at basketball and he can't shoot. He is. He is. (laughs) I can't wait for the playoffs. Ooh, I can't wait. (laughs) Some more math you hate. (laughs) He's making 35% of threes. Ah, he still stinks. Uh, Talk about the the Orlando cheapies. Like, if Gordon is out, uh, how interested we are in the other pieces – Again, not yeah, a great matchup here. I'm obviously. not playing the Orlando anybody over the Washington guys. Okay, which is a weird thing to say. You prefer the likes of <laughs> it to or I, I mean, guess, these uh, guys are terrible. Like, <laughs> so are the Washington guys. To be I'm fair, I'm not playing Wesley and Wandu over. He's terrible. <laughs> like over any of those Washington guys. And he's no longer the floor. I think he's actually like he's four and change now for a Wandu. Are you kidding me? Oh, no, he's three. He's three one. He's four two on Fandle. Oh, okay. Man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, four. Like you can't even think about it at that price. Yeah, Wes and Wonder. He averages point sixty fantasy points in the season. Uh, Fultz, any interest in Fultz or Forney? Or I guess he sounds like you made it. Ross can get going in theory. He can put like twenty five real life points. <laughs> He's in the another market. guy. I just don't play. Like if he beats me, he beats me. I, I don't like these jump shooters. That he doesn't do anything else. Ten bucks on Yahoo. I don't mind that. It's a floor on Yahoo. Yeah, I mean, when you get to men price, it's the same thing. Like, I'm okay with anybody at men price, so sure. I agree with you on none of Miami. I think he's in play. He's cheap enough. Uh, Butler is certainly in play, too. I don't know if I'm going to prioritize him. I like these Miami dudes. I, I, I think they might be my team tonight. Okay. You, I think you, Orlando you, you, is way overrated. I, I, like, I think it was the spread in this game. Like, how is I, Miami? It's a one-point spread. Like, there's no way. Like, Miami's not losing this game. That, that, that does smell kind of funny, doesn't it? It's just they're not going to lose to Orlando. Especially if Gordon doesn't play. Uh, it's a back-to-back for Miami, but, like, you know, it's three Gordon, hours. Gordon's probably going to play, though. Yeah, I think he is. Uh, so you can't play more than two guys on Miami in one lineup, can you? I don't think so. Yeah, I can. Well, if you can. Well, I only like really three of them. So. I know. I mean, and I never – if the third guy's a cheap guy, like, I don't even really consider it. The same thing. Like, I would never play three expensive guys on the same team. But when you're talking two guys that are underpriced like Bam and Jimmy, I could easily play a cheap nun or a cheap hero with them. Like, they're they're cheap. With, with Are they underpriced, though? Because everything is relative. And, like, you know, if you're saying they're underpriced, I don't know. It's it's. Uh, I, I could definitely play three. Let's move on. We got four games left. Atlanta, Boston. 224 is the total. Boston is an 11-point favorite here. Uh, there is no – uh, Kemba, so we presume Smart's going to jump in the starting rotation. Smart alongside Brown and Hayward and Tatum and Tice. By the way, you're not going to be able to believe this, despite the, some people, some doubters. Tice is still averaging a fantasy point per minute. Isn't that amazing? 
good for him. I mean, he, he's crushing. I mean, 18, <laughs> 13, 11. I mean, he's solid. Per minute, not per game I'm talking about. So, this is this. So, so we get scored per minute now? Is that where – are we like on averages? The total no, don't matter? No, but it was just once disputed that he, he could not sustain a fantasy point per minute. And lo and behold, that's what exactly what he's averaging on Fandle this year. Man, so, now maybe next year he can play some minutes and actually – be worth something. They have Cantor on the team. He, he he's got to get some run as well too. And he's the best fantasy player on Boston. But the tricky part with Cantor is he can't play very long, unfortunately. Um, so we're going to get Chalky Marcus Smart. Do you like Chalky Marcus Smart? <laughs> so Boston is going to be the chalk tonight. First of all, like everyone, just because Kemba's out, everyone likes these guys. And I'm not sure I do. These guys aren't as cheap as. Like their their prices are, are where they should be, I think. So I don't know. Like I don't think they match up Boston guys. You like the matchup, I assume, right? Well, I think they're going to blow them out for sure. Like they're Atlanta they play can't play with these guys. Like Atlanta is not going to stay close in this game. Play Wanamaker if you think they're going to blow them out. Then play Wanamaker. <laughs> I don't want to play Wanamaker. I don't either. <laughs> why, why is Wanamaker not like three K anyways? Like he. He is – he's 3-5 on Fandle. He's the floor on Fandle. Yeah, I just pulled up his box scores. Though. I don't ever want to do that again. <laughs> even even Daniel Tice averages more fantasy points. Yeah, I take, I would take Tice nuts over, over <laughs> Wanamaker for sure. 0.81. By the way, Semi Ojale in the season at 0.46 fantasy points per minute. How, you could average 0.46 fantasy points per minute, I think. Uh, I agree for sure, especially if I got guarded like Giannis. I would I'd average <laughs> like two points a minute. Guarded like Giannis. Well, do you have the same drive game that Giannis does? I no, like I'm don't. not saying that. But if you just guarded me in the paint, I guarantee I would. I'd be just fine. So uh, Tatum, Hayward, and and Smart. I think you're like all chalky to some degree. Yeah. Uh, and then probably Brown is the fourth guy. I'm like checking. Tatum is 8200 on DK. Like how much is he on Fanduel? He is uh, eight one on Fanduel. Like, that on is DK. just not cheap enough for me like I don't if the game stays close I think these guys crush but I don't think this game stays close and I know a lot of people come on and people I like too like JSU is a great tournament player one more than anybody probably this year but I don't agree I just don't like people have different theories I I like to project blowouts and kind of go directions and if I'm wrong I'm wrong other people are the opposite and they don't like to do it but that's just how I do it I think this game's a blowout and I'm going to treat it like that. I'm going to try to stay clear of it. I like to play it both ways. Like you can make more than one yeah. lineup. And I say, what if this game stays close? So what if For this sure. game is a blowout? And just sort of you create your own narrative and you build your lineup around that. So Because if this game stays close, these guys will crush. I, I agree with that completely. So, yeah, I mean, and if you got three teams, maybe you build one where this game stays close, one where the Portland stays close, blah, blah, blah. But, ah, man, I, I don't like these Boston guys as much as the field. And if they're going to be chalky, like Gordon Hayward, 40%. Marcus Smart, 40%. And I think it'll be even higher in high stakes. Do I have to hit refresh? Is that am I looking at the wrong thing? Is that DK or is that Fandle? I just have DK up, but just because okay. it, that's a big it, number. I um, mean, it, and I think it'll be higher in the high stakes, though. Like in that five fifty-five, I bet those guys are above fifty percent. Like they're super chalky. Yeah, um, I think you can play up to three, but maybe you should play two. Is kind of what you're saying. But if this game stays close, three. Definitely can make sense. Oh, for, if the game stays close, like these guys are going to smash, like for sure. So if you're going to run it back, uh, the, the logical conclusion is run it back with either Trey or Collins. 
Um, the rest is kind of sort of a mishmash as far as the Atlanta side. Herter takes a shot with the, you know, he gets less point minutes with Young being back. As far as the, the you know, the micro matchup, the position positionally, uh, Young is a much worse matchup than Collins. I prefer Collins over Young. Young in the vacuum when you, you figure that out. Of course, the prices are different as well too. Uh, if you're going to run it back, I prefer the run back with Collins uh, over Young. What say you? So this is mainly the problem I have with it is I can't play any of these guys. And if I'm playing two or three Boston, like I need to play at least one, I think, because the game has to stay close. Every time I play Trey, he just gets hurt or struggles. <laughs> and, I mean, he, he's working his way out of my top 25. I mean, He, he should be out of your top 25. Yeah, so he, he's the working his way out. I'm not happy with him at the moment, but – yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I don't like these guys. I don't. I don't want to play them and against Boston too, who's one of the better defenses. Who you know is going to have a game plan for these guys. I mean, if I was playing a game stack, I think I would play Trey just because if Atlanta stays close, it has to be from Trey. It, he's got to have a big game, right? Like or Collins, like one of those two. But they're kind of correlate with each other. I don't think. Like if they they're if they both do good it'll stay close but I don't think Collins crushes without Trey crushing. I mean he can do some he can do work on the glass and you know get some putbacks and things of that sort. He can put up like twenty three and fifteen. I uh, he, he could do something like that. Um, as far as a DVA perspective, like okay straight defense like point guard Boston's the worst matchup and then basketball as far as the DVA stuff uh, it's the eighth worst matchup and as for Collins it's actually the eighth best matchup from a DVA perspective. For, that's why I prefer Collins over Young if I'm picking one. And we already talked about the guards. Like, I, I would, I prefer Lillard uh, over Young. I prefer LeBron over Young. Well, you know, we'll, we'll talk about some other guys. I just don't think I'm getting there. But the concept of the bring back. But like you said, do you have to bring it back? Can you place three Boston guys and nobody in Atlanta? Like, it doesn't make sense from, like, you know, uh, the, the general approach. I think it's really hard, but anything can happen in NBA. Um. You got anything else in this? Oh, you anybody else in Atlanta besides those two, besides Young and Collins, or it doesn't seem I, necessary, right? I mean, I think the rest are really bad plays. Yeah, I mean, Len's been getting some run off the bench, and he's a good fantasy point meta player, and he's still fairly cheap. Um, you know, he can get there in twenty five minutes, but I just think there's better better spots. Uh, yeah. Let's move on. Philadelphia, we kind of touched on this one already. Philadelphia and Houston, two twenty seven and a half is a total. Billy is a five point dog here. Uh, well, Embiid versus Whiteside. Let's start there. I like Whiteside more. I, I'm just not on Philly tonight. I, I know the national TV or whatever narrative you spun to me. I just it don't, I don't like I just Philly. giving you the facts. I, I mean, I, it's the same kind of – the thing that makes this slate so good is, like you said at the beginning, where you can make a case almost for each game to game stack even. We've already talked about the three. We didn't talk too much about Orlando, but – the other two games, you could game stack it a little bit. And this game's kind of the same, just because you got obvious pieces for Houston. I mean, Russ and Harden, Capella, and Philly, obviously Embiid, and one more piece I'm sure you can play. So it's definitely a game stack type game. And maybe you hit your national TV game where they go crazy and stuff like that. And I don't hate that, that theory for sure. I mean, maybe it's a night. I got three teams. Maybe I literally just – build around three different game stacks and kind of put core pieces around it. Do you have to game stack or is it just like tonight's a slate the game? Stack I never just... game stack really in NBA okay. all yeah. that much. Unless it's like a value night where there's a guy out, I might do it. Correct. Or like normal nights, I don't. But tonight kind of, I don't know, it kind of fits that way where we got games that could blow out too. Like in a perfect world tonight, 
you have three or four games that could blow out. And if you pick the one that stays close, I think I just think it's a game stack night, more more so than usual. And by game stack, I don't mean seven dudes. I think four or five guys. Yeah, we should qualify that as well, too, because people throw down that, that term and they get like a, a misinterpretation. Um, everybody's kind of appropriately priced is sort of the problem here. Uh, Harden's got a pretty appealing price on DK. I like the Embiid price. By the way, I pulled up our projections, and I was curious what our projections have as far as Whiteside versus Embiid. The difference is 0.24 fantasy points. So the, the projections are like, just flip a coin, man. I don't know. And the ownership, yeah. one is 8%, one is 9%. So I guess I suppose if you're making, you're running it back with somebody on the other side, if you're playing Harden, you, you know, you, you play, you, you play Embiid. Uh, if, if you're playing. <laughs> it's got Whiteside and Embiid that low owned. Currently, yes. Yeah, so yeah they, I mean, if they're going to be that low, then I definitely have more interest in Embiid. I mean, if he's going to be under 10%, then I definitely like him. Yeah, uh, this is DK specific for what it's worth. And obviously, the closer we get the lock, the more refined that gets. And there's still some information to be sorted out. So these percentages certainly can change. We're still, what, uh, an hour out before lock, essentially. You're 54 minutes if you want to get all technical. Uh, and everybody else on Philly is basically appropriately priced. They're all perfectly fine. I don't necessarily need anything this game. And like you said, there's a lot of good there's a lot of good games, so there's nothing that sort of pops. Westbrook is fine. Harden is fine. Capella does have a an interesting uh, 6.9K. That's a pretty nice price uh, on DK. And the matchup there against Embiid, I suppose there's a risk of foul trouble for sure. But historically, he's, he's been pretty good the last two times that they've squared off against each other. We've seen Hartenstein getting some run, but he's no longer still minimum. And I think they actually came out and said that he's earned himself some minutes uh, as the backup five for Houston. But, you know, he's not 3K and just not in this night for me. And I don't think it's worth playing a house or a Tucker or a Gordon. One of those guys may get there. I don't think I'm going to sit there and figure it out who it is. It's just the stars on the Houston side for me. How about you? What are your thoughts? Yeah, I agree. I mean, Houston, when they're when they're kind of at full strength there, I, I can't play these other guys, especially on a night where we already have value. Like, Daniel House is not even cheap. I mean, Tucker is at least – he's a, he's a decent, <laughs> decent price on DK. So, maybe, but I think there's better plays. Like, you can play guys in those other games that at least are going to be forced to do something. Tucker's just going to stand in the corner <laughs> – he could get there. I mean, he can get 10 boards and hit a couple threes and pay off this price tag for sure. But I'd rather go a different direction. And I do think the – I mean, you could easily play Embiid with either Harden or Westbrook and yeah. Capella. I think it, it correlates pretty good. And so. the Washington Cheapies or something like that. Exactly. Yep, I love that. Um, do you ever, like, have a sweat and you're, you're counting on Tucker to, like, get you there? <laughs> uh, plenty of times, <laughs> is- and it's miserable. That is the worst. And then he'll get like wide open three and you get excited, <laughs> but then he misses. And then, uh, That corner three stocks and boards, uh, 0.66 fantasy points per minute. Of course, it, he does play like 35 minutes. So he's out there the whole time just to torture you. But uh, And yeah. he's always wide open too, which makes it even more frustrating. It's like, just make the shot. <laughs> he's one of those guys that's probably a better like real like, you know, help the team win game. Oh, for sure. Guy, like, than, guaranteed. Yeah. He's a great player as far as just – on your team you don't need five guys that want usage i want guys to go stand in the corner and play defense and rebound we got uh, anything else in this game that's worth talking about or shall, uh, so besides Embiid, your second favorite 76er it sounds like you have nobody i mean it would be tobias but just because yeah. i can't i can't play anyone else new york phoenix 224 and a half is the total phoenix is, a, is an eight point favorite here rubio again is expected to play he is probable 
Uh, Aiton, we presume, is going to stay in the starting lineup. We don't know about Elf. Elf is currently Elf questionable. Is, he's not even with the team, so he's, he ain't going to be there. Do we know what – I was trying to find out what the personal issue is. Like, is it a child or something or death in the family? Or do we, <laughs> Does it do matter? We well, I guess it's sort of the thought – like you said, like, uh, is he in the city? Like, where he, is he, is he, he ain't even up with somewhere? the team. He ain't going to be there tonight. Okay, so, like, is it the Lakina season potentially? Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I mean, so he's another <laughs> one of these men-priced guys that – has to be in the equation, and just because people don't – it hasn't been in the news as much today. I think it's hidden a little bit more than some of these other guys, like the Washington guys, to where I think there's some value in a guy like that. And how many minutes? You, you also got to be patient because half the game start at, at right, right at the buzzer in a, yeah. you know, 50 minutes. So Why would sitting- we not like Nicolina, I guess is my question. He's, he's been terrible. He's, he's, a bad, but he's another guy that's men price that has to play. We're assuming Elf is out, but we don't know that. For, no, I'm, Elf is out. I'm, remember our conversation last season when I say, if I tell you somebody's out, they're out. How many witnesses do you have in this? 25, 30? How, that's not me. If I ever say a guy's out, he isn't playing. Like, that dude isn't playing. He's not even with the team, so he isn't playing. Uh, right, Nick Lane is going to play. All right. He's going to play 30 minutes tonight, and he's men priced. And I think he's one of the best plays on the slate. Okay. I mean, yeah, this is something I want clarity on, but if you're, you're going to give me the clarity, I mean, it, can, yeah. I, can I tweet you later if, if Elf plays? Can I yell <laughs> at you on do. Twitter? I'm sure people will anyways because, yeah. But, yeah, do it. But give me credit when he gets you your winning night too. Yes, I, I will do that. Yes, okay, I will. Deal then. You can make fun of me if I'm wrong. Give me credit if we're right. I will screenshot if I make like 100 bucks and with uh, the Akina in my lineup. Absolutely deal. Uh, the rest of the Knicks, I, I keep uh, <laughs> I keep waiting for Taj Gibson to get kicked out of the starting lineup for, for oh. Mitchell Robinson. Like this is insane what they're doing, but whatever. I mean, they're not going anywhere anyway, but it's still just goofy. It doesn't make any sense to me. It makes no sense. And these guys, for whatever reason, I like the Knicks. I, people are going to make fun of me for saying this, but I kind of like their roster a little bit. Like I like Mitch Rob. I like Barrett. I think Marcus Morris Barrett's is that terrible. Anyway. Who? Barrett's kind of terrible. He's, he's in the rookie wall or like something. He's like 18 years old, dude. He's currently terrible. All, like, tonight he's I hate terrible. when you do that. This is my pet peeve when you in do In like four years, too. he might be good. Like, I don't, he might be a good commodity. He was the number two pick in the draft. Like he's uh, – Dean, stop. But anyway. <laughs> you called Giannis terrible, to be clear. Anyways, back to this. Randall's been incredible. I just – I like the roster a little bit. And they've been winning, too. Like they've won, I think, three or four in a row. They've – They've been playing decent basketball, and I, I kind of like them again tonight to hang around in Phoenix. And, man, I, I don't know. Like, I think Nicolina is one of the best plays of the night. Yeah. Uh, I think Barrett's a good play, too, your boy, because he's going to get extra minutes, too, with Elf gone. Like he gets minutes and just doesn't do anything with them sometimes. And I don't know, man. I, I don't, I mean, it I, hurts I, when I, you can't shoot. Just ask Giannis. Like, he, if you can't shoot, it makes it tough. Well, Giannis has the ability. He's the one of the best drivers in the game, so that's a way to make up for it. Uh, yeah. Bear, as far as ownership, like Randall, I think, is going to be kind of lost in the shuffle, and I don't mind him. Aiton on the other side is another guy who's just sort of lost because there's, there's so many good options on a six-game slate. It's just sort of weird. That's how it's breaking down, and we'll talk about the Lakers in a second, too. Of course, LeBron and Davis are, are uh, prize pieces as well as far as big spends, and Maybe Aiton's got a weird price or whatever. I'm, I'm checking out the ownership projected. And what Rubio, it's 13% as our highest projected guy. Him, I'm kind of afraid of like his fall last game. Maybe that's wrong of me to have that approach, but I'm a little bit concerned with him. I like Rubio a good pin. Rubio. 
yeah. That weird fall. You see him walking off the court. He looked kind of funky and – I don't know. That was the day after New Year's, though, wasn't it? He he might have been. He probably had some tasty beverages that night. <laughs> I don't know what he was kicking back on, but uh, I just didn't like the way he was coming out of that game. And Ubre is a ten percent, eight and a nine percent Booker at eight. It's just and Mitchell Robinson, by the way, three percent. Good lord, unleash this guy. He's so good if he can keep his. Hands <laughs> he is himself. a beast too. He fouls a lot, but he is he's a stud, man. Uh. We have a lot of questions loading up. We have one game left, New Orleans and the Lakers. Uh, you have anything else this game before we move on to talk about the hammer that is the Lake Show versus New Orleans? No, play, play Nicolina is my advice. All right. 225.5 is the total. Lakers are 11-point favorites. This is one of those games you're alluding to that might be a potential blowout. Davis, of course, quote-unquote revenge game against New Orleans. He shot, what, 30 times last time they played. Uh, Davis versus LeBron, do you have a preference? These guys are uh, – every Lakers slate, I treat it literally like – first of all, I put a rule in that I can only play one of the two because I don't usually want to play both. And I kind of always lead in LeBron just because he has the ball more and he just seems to have more upside. But, I mean, it's truly a coin flip. Like maybe they let AD get a little more for the revenge factor a little bit. I don't know. They're both great plays. I don't think I'd play them together, but – if it fits on some build, I mean, I'm not completely opposed to it. Do you like a third Laker? Kuzma's kind of cheap. And he's 11 bucks on Yahoo, where I think he's playable over there, despite his new haircut. Have you seen his hair, Kuzma? Yeah. Uh, well, Do you like yeah. – he's got that Cisco thing looking. Yeah, good. Cisco. That's the name I was looking for, yeah. <laughs> good for him. Uh, Rondo's a disaster. They're going to get Collison, right? Oh. Is Collison coming in? And why do people think Collison's not going to be a huge upgrade? He's going to be a massive upgrade off Rondo. Like, he's young still, kind of. He's in the low 30s. He can shoot. Rondo can't shoot. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying he's, like, the best player ever. He wanted wanted to spend more time, I think, to his faith. That's why he retired. But, like, now, I guess – or I'm assuming he's he's in L.A. because he's talking about to the Clippers or the Lakers, basically, where he's going to go. I think it's a huge pickup for him. I agree. Uh, the New Orleans side, who do you have for me as far as revenge as well with Ingram, with Ball? Favors is grabbing a bunch of minutes these days. Of course, uh, not a great matchup here against the Lakers, and the price is up. Do you like anybody in New Orleans to run it back with if you're playing one of the big so it's, only, it's a weird slate because there's only one late game. There's not going to be a ton of options to pivot. I mean, there's only two games after eight. So mm-hmm. you're going to kind of block yourself in by playing some of these stars late. And I don't really want to play the value guys late. So for me in the late game, it's literally just LeBron, AD, and Ingram the other way. And I don't love any of them more than the early game. So I seriously might just fade the late game besides maybe maybe play AD or LeBron and just that's my only guy. Just like the late hammer, one of those two. We're seeing LeBron at 18, uh, Davis at 17, Ingram at 14%, and then Holiday at 4 Like then nobody else is owned. Like basically what you said, Kuzma, this is DK specific at 2%. Got a bunch of questions to knock out before we step aside and make way for crunch time. It's Andy. It's JSU. It's Roth. Uh, you ready to answer some questions here, Big King? Oh, I'd love to. Y'all watching us on YouTube, feel free to like and subscribe. We much appreciate that. Uh, Randall versus Butler. Who do you have for me? Uh, Butler. LBJ versus Harden. I, I think I'd always have to take Harden in that, but, I mean, it is closer than – Maybe I, I mean maybe give me LeBron tonight. I think I do like LeBron maybe by hair. Get the hammer. Uh Fandle Cash, two for Randall and Ayton versus Embiid and Gordon, assuming Gordon plays. Do we still not know if he's playing? He's playing. He's in. Embiid <laughs> same is, guy? The same source? Same point being if I tell you a guy's in, he's in. But 
Yeah, Where's your phone? There you go. Oh, so when D Train says it to you, you believe it, but when well, I say he, yeah, it, he doesn't have sources. He just says it, like Twitter. Embiid <laughs> and Embiid and Gordon. Uh, do we think AP plays more than eighteen minutes? That's the the dude for Washington. I think so. I think we have I mean, projected for twenty. No one can like accurately project stuff like that. Like, sure, we we just take a guess. If you think he does, then he go with it. But like, no one knows for sure with those scrub Washington guys. I wouldn't say more than like 24. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, again, I, I don't uh, try. If anybody says they've mastered the Washington rotations, <laughs> I think they're lying to you because it's different every single day. Also, if you can figure it out, you'd have a pretty big edge though. I'll tell you that much. If Portland takes the lead on Washington, who from Portland can contribute outside of the big four? I don't think it's I necessary. Just, if you're going to play anyone, it's for sure. Baysmore just, you have to play, but well, you don't need it. Simons, like, I mean, I don't think you need it, but Simons is a guy that can put, like, 20 real, real points in the bucket. He's a shooter. Uh, but I don't know how necessary that is. Uh, pick one of these three, Ross, Hero, or Hart. Ross, Hero, or Hart. I mean, I'm definitely not playing Ross or, or Hart, so I'll take Hero. It's a Hart revenge game. DJ Augustine versus uh, Goran Dragic. Who are Dragic? DJ Augustine. Whew, I don't like either one of those, but Augustine, I guess. Uh, Jonathan Williams or a one-do. Good Lord. <laughs> Jonathan Williams for sure. They're both terrible options. I love Jonathan Williams. He might play He might play like 17 minutes again. That's uh, fine. He's been price. Butler versus Booker. It's another good question. I think Booker, but Booker's been really good lately. That That's a He's tough better. one, though. I think both those are good plays. I guess Booker by hair. Hayward versus Brown, uh, the two Celtics. Hayward is my favorite Celtic. Smart versus McCray. Like Smart's definitely like the is the math yeah. play. I like McCray more, but I'm lower on the Celtics than the field. Collins versus Tatum. Tatum, I don't like Collins at all. Uh, do you like Jabari Parker? Is he playing a blowout? I don't, I don't really like Parker. I do not like Jabari Parker. Pick two of these four, uh, Nilakina, Rondo, Lonzo, and Rubio. I hate when people ask questions. When, pick two of them? Well, I don't understand. How, Rubio is so much more expensive yeah. than those guys. Like I'm playing, and I'm playing Nicolina for sure. So I don't like any of the other three guys. What so. about your boy Lonzo, revenge game? I, I'm not playing him. I mean, I, I said everyone I was playing when we went through, but Nicolina and pick somebody else. Josh Richardson or Troy Brown? Troy Brown for sure. Uh, let's see, Embiid or Whiteside in the same lineup. That's interesting because people probably aren't doing that. I, I'm fine with it too. Like, I'm definitely okay with it. Two of the better plays on the slate. Yeah, absolutely. I like Kuzma, it even. Kuzma versus DeAndre Hunter. <laughs> Stop asking these Hawks questions. Why does no, everyone want to play Hawks? Man. I'm just reading the questions. No, I, I'm, t- I'm talking to the people, not you. Like, stop asking Hawks questions, people. Like, I don't want to play Hawks. No, definitely whoever was not DeAndre Hunter. Can Dean name him any any Capitals? Yeah, uh, Ovechkin. There you go. Is Oshie still there? I don't know. Big T, give me a hot take. Nicolina gets like 50 tonight for us. <laughs> That is scorching. Uh, stay tuned for crunch time. Enjoy your weekend. Enjoy your NFL playoffs. It'll be a good time for sure. Certainly, it's premium content on the site if you guys are not aware. Uh, premium members, stay tuned for crunch time. Andy, JSU, Roth, he's Big T. I'm Dean. We're out of here. Holler! Mm-hmm.